Hello and welcome to the Energy Forecast 2022 and over the course of January I'm going to be interviewing nine experts on the energy of 2022. So you can get a free workbook, you can see the link here, please go to this link and you can sign up for a free workbook about the energy of 2022. Every single expert that I interview, I'm asking them to give me an exercise of something you guys can do and integrate into your lives to make 2022 the most amazing year ever. So go to that link, sign up for your free 2022 energy workbook. If you haven't already, please subscribe to my channel. From the 7th of January, we're going to be having nine experts, astrologers, numerologists, shamanic practitioners. I'm going to be talking about the Akashic Records. We're going to have lots of different experts discussing the energy of 2022 and how you can utilize this energy to have your best year yet. So hello and welcome to the Energy Forecast 2022. I am your host, Aloise Surfleet Middleton. And we are probably about halfway through our energy series now, and I am saving the best people to the end of the series. And this gentleman that I'm going to introduce you to, goodness me, where do I start? Well, I'm going to start with the place that he is one of my nearest and dearest. This man counsels me on a daily basis when we walk every morning together. And he's a genius and he is somebody that I'd love to introduce you to because he really understands shamanic work. He's a clairvoyant and he's also very grounded because he works as an executive coach with incredible leaders. So Chris Saroy, welcome to the Energy Forecast 2022. Oh, thank you, Aloise. It's so great to be here. And I'm so happy to be on here with you. Yeah. Did I embarrass you? No, no I love it. I love it. I love it. You've been teaching me to kind of own it. So I love that. Very good. I didn't even get you to go red. I'll have to try harder oh, next time. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> well, the problem is now that I've got less hair, if I go red, then it all lights up. <laughs> don't give me, don't tempt me. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so much for joining me because oh, genuinely you always were like, we went walking this morning and just insight after insight you give me. So I knew that you were going to have some incredible insights for our audience. Mm. Um, but before we get into this incredible year, 2022, can you just sort of position and explain a little bit about who you are, your work in the world? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Thank you. So I guess you could say have a foot in both worlds, as it were, although I think there is only really one world. So I kind of do two sets of work. So on the one hand, I co-run a leadership development company and a digital company, work as an executive coach, as you say. So I run a leadership development company. I work as a coach. I work with corporations, mainly tech businesses. So lots of startup businesses, that kind of stuff, which is really cool because I get to see what's coming up in the tech world but I also have this other side where I do a lot of kind of shamanic and druidry work and I work as a clairvoyant and have done a lot of healing work in the past so I'm kind of on the journey of how I bring those things together and obviously you've been very instrumental in that journey as well so that's kind of what I do in the world and I'm really passionate about where things are going because I'm really excited about where things are going fantastic fantastic and I think you're a beautiful mix because obviously you're incredibly grounded yet you have these amazing sort of spiritual insights so let's kind of come on to this year and Mm. what you can see because obviously you are clairvoyant (laughs) and you do get downloads and insights into the future so for our audience what can you see coming up in 2022 
I think this is a really, really interesting year. It's a fascinating year. The end of 2020, we astrologically entered into the age of Aquarius mm. and we went through the gateway. That's something we've been talking about for ages, for mm. years. I remember when I was young hearing like the hippies talking about the age of Aquarius and all that kind of thing. And can you break that, sorry, just before we start, because yeah, yeah, yeah. break that down, because obviously I know what that means, but I'd love for you to say, what is the age of Aquarius, oh, right? That's, that's a really, really great question. So the age of Aquarius is almost like, we hear in history about like the age of enlightenment back in the 1400s, 1500s. The age of Aquarius is like the modern day version of that. So it's actually about a big breakthrough in terms of our collective consciousness, in terms of shifting out of a very physical, material vibration mm. into a more spiritually elevated vibration. And that, with that comes a different way of living, a different way of setting up the world. So community, collectivism, are, it's a shift from I to we. Oh, love it. And that, that's, that's how I interpret it, as it were. Well, my guidance agrees with you because... <sighs> Absolutely. And so we, it was the solstice officially the start of that. So last year, obviously, it was everyone was sort of talking around the solstice. From what I understand, that was almost like the, the supposed starting point of Age of Aquarius. That's right. I mean, these, these things, the thing you have to remember with the clue is in the, in, in the title, Age of Aquarius. Yes. So we're talking about cycles here that go, they, it's not like the solstice kind of happens and, you know, bing. the solstice, <laughs> bing, that's it, we're in the age, there's like a coat, a coat of period, right? So, but yes, really, so it was really the winter solstice 2020 when we really kind of shifted into or crossed the threshold, if you like. But these ages are several hundred years old. They last several hundred years. The age of Pisces, I think, was about 250 years so we are now in January 2022, just in the infancy of the age of Aquarius. And this will go on for the next couple of hundred years. So does this kind of like just thinking about obviously what everybody's experienced in the last two years? Yeah, like that's kind of this indicative of this old age leaving and then this new era trying to be birthed effectively. That's exactly what it is. You have this crossover point, don't you, where there are two realities. And this will continue to be the case through 2022. Mm. And actually for the next few years, there is this kind of crossover period where we see both the new reality coming in and the old one going out. And actually almost like the conflict between the two. So if we look at what's going on in, like, in the establishment right now, I mean, we've literally, in the last 48 mm. hours in the UK, seen what's being called Partygate and the notion that Boris Johnson might be being kicked out of office. We've seen like the Prince Andrew thing. And, mm. But the establishment is being rocked, kind of quite literally and quite visibly. And that's the kind of shift from the old to the new. And creation and kind of decay going on at the same kind of time, as it were. So mm. that's what we're seeing. But we're seeing a massive acceleration of stuff as we enter into 2022. So I think if we think of 2021 as being the, oh, where are we? What's going on? And there was obviously a lot of turmoil in 2021. It's shaking us to wake us, isn't it? It, it is. Shake it to bake it, to wake <laughs> it. Last year was like that. And if I was to kind of put a title on 2022, it's like, do the work. So I know you've had numerologists on here and all this kind of thing. I'm not a numerologist, but I do. One of the tools I've used in the past is the tarot, and I do believe in the numerological journey. Mm -hmm. So if last year was a five year, and mm -hmm. in the tarot, mm -hmm. the five cards are the cards of conflict. 
So right. they are the cards of, if you imagine that one to ten is yep. a journey. You know, Isn't one... it supposed to be the journey of the soul, one to ten? It is. That's exactly what it is. And in, in the tarot, the different suits relate to different parts of us. So the cups are our emotions. The swords are our, our mind. And all that. But if we forget that for a second, the, that journey of the soul and the journey through life, five is the exact middle of the journey. Of course, yeah. So it's, so it's what I call the messy middle. Right, so you don't have that. You don't have that energy from the start of the journey. Mm -hmm. Oh, we're off, off we Mm -hmm. go. But you're also not approaching the end of the journey, so you don't get that sudden burst of energy. You're right in that messy middle where things get gunky and horrible, and that's what 2021 was, wasn't it? It's like Mm -hmm. 2020, we had the pandemic, and it was like, oh, shock. Then last year, we were like, oh God, we're just. How do we deal with, with it? it? And yeah, we had to live it? with it, didn't we? Literally. Right. And so from a spiritual level, that was really about how do you use your spiritual practices to really just stay afloat and yeah. that kind of thing. Whereas this year is a six year. So in the tarot, six is like the conflict is over. Mm-hmm. Now it's time mm-hmm. to re-energize, start moving forwards. So there's a little bit of a pause. The six energy is like a before things really accelerate. Mm-hmm. It's like now's the time to kind of just regather foundations, foundations or reestablishing the foundation, regathering mm-hmm. after the conflict, regathering your resources, that kind of stuff. So this is what I mean by do the work. So for me this year, what I feel this year is this is a year of responsibility. It's a year of accountability, but it's setting the foundation for the years to come, as it were. Mm-hmm. So. What I mean by that is, so like, for example, one of the things I'm feeling really called to do is really, really, really like, no kidding, take care of my health this year. It's like when we talk about the home, where the body is our physical home in this Mm -hmm. physical plane. Incarnation. Right, exactly. So it's like really, really, really taking care of that. And I know like last year you were like super on that, as it were, and it was really inspiring to watch. And this year I'm kind of like, it would have been nice to do it last year, but this year, no kidding, I've got to do that. It's like, this is my, my vessel. Because what I'm, the other theme I'm seeing this year is, that's kind of related to that, is the theme of completion. So mm-hmm. this is like, whatever needs to be completed from the old part of the journey and left in the past so that we can move forwards, that's a thing. So it's like, no messing when it comes to health. Like, mm-hmm. just do the work. Mm-hmm. Spiritual practices, no messing, do the work. Choose what, what works for you, but do it. So this is about, like, the manifestation experience. So what well, I'm just kind of translating this to our listeners. So somebody's yeah. listening to this. So what we're saying is basically last year, we're kind of getting into these things, weren't mm. we? Like, because obviously everything we were shaken to wake, you know, we were woken. Some of us were awake already, but some of us were woken up and it was kind of like, here we go. Here's your spiritual consciousness that you've got to work on. And then for me, anyway, I kind of really bedded in my spiritual practices last year. Yeah. And so you're kind of saying that whatever we've woken up to now, it's really now do the work and be consistent. Yeah, it's do the work, be consistent, but also kind of come home, as it were. Right. This is about releasing anything that doesn't serve. But it's also about coming home to like that sense of your own guidance, your own doing the practices, like whether it's meditation, whether it's like walking, uh-huh. it's about really setting that foundation of your connection from heaven to earth and vice versa so that you know what your own guidance is so that you know what your own sense of because there's so much misinformation out there owning your own connection to yourself exactly and therefore owning your own sense of guidance and interestingly because obviously the six is all about responsibilities in the home and Mm. you're kind of what i love about what you're saying is it's okay it's yes about 
responsibilities in the home, but it's your responsibility to yourself, which yes. you couldn't get more home than that, could you? That's exactly it. That's exactly it. This this physical vessel is our home for our for our spirit, and that's exactly it for me. And it is so. There is responsibility at home as well, and it's like chucking out the junk and lightening the load. Because yeah. there is going to be an acceleration over the next few years. There's no doubt about that in terms of like growth. And and it, it's like anything. You can sit on the rocket ship, mm. but the heavier the load, the harder it's going to be. And also right. the, the more... Uh, Get it's going rid to be. of your baggage, basically. Get rid of your crap in physical, mental, emotional, spiritual. Whatever right. work you need to do to do that. But yeah, I mean, I've got a bunch of physical clutter I need to get rid of here. And it's about completing that part of the past so that it doesn't weigh. We are seeing, you know, unfortunately, a lot of us are seeing loved ones leave the planet right now. There are a lot mm. of loved ones that are not moving forwards. I mean, as you know, I kind of lost my mum at the end of last year. And there are just lots of people that on a soul level really clear that they're not coming into the new age with us. And that's the thing. The age of Aquarius is a very specific vibration. And if you're not that vibration, or mm. if, if the soul wasn't ready to kind of do that, then they're checking out. So again, there's that completion piece. So there is the completing the bits of yours. There's completing relationships. So if you've got relationships, friendship, family, that kind of thing, it's cleaning those up, getting to the point where nothing is unsaid. And I know that's difficult. That's easier said mm. than done. But it's like getting to that point where the relationship is clear. So that if you did metaphorically pop your clogs tomorrow, there would be no regrets. I've had to let some relationships go over the last kind of couple of years just because they weren't in alignment. Well, I think it's kind of looking at your life. What I'm hearing from you is it is almost doing a little assessment around to say, actually, is everybody and everything the way it needs to be? Because we've got an opportunity here to really let lighten the load and we need to really be honest and truthful with ourselves about what we want to bring with us. Exactly, exactly. So that's the that sixth energy of the pause that I was mentioning earlier. That's Before a, the acceleration. Right, because if you imagine, to use the rocket thing again, it's like in the next few years, we're all going to have rocket, strap, uh, rocket packs strapped to our backs, as it were, and it's like, it's going to set off. It's, and so it's like, do you want to do that with a lightened load and being able to navigate, or do you want all of this old baggage to be like dragging along the floor as, you, as you're flying forwards? Great analogy. Yeah, so I think that's the thing. It is doing a bit of a life inventory. If there's something I had to say this year, a bit of a life inventory. I love that idea. Looking at your relationships, looking at what isn't cleared up, looking at your health, looking at all the things you can do to give yourself a solid foundation for the next few years. That's mm. what I mean by do the work, as it were. Because as we go further and further into Aquarius... It's exciting, though. Oh, it is. I think we're going to see some real breakthroughs in the next few years. But equally, there are great invitations. But human beings, we are physiologically or have been bi physiologically, biologically wired to like our comfort zone, to move, to not like change. And there's just going to be change and it's going to be uncomfortable for a lot of us because as human beings, we don't love change. But if you can lean into it, it's going to be awesome, I think. And it's an interesting mix, isn't it? Because obviously we've got the rise of the spiritual effectively mm -hmm. but then we've got this technology that is we've never been as progressive or advanced with our to well we probably have in atlantis and places yeah, like and that Lemuria but, and whatever, yeah, yeah lemuria but not in our recent history have we been mm -hmm. advanced with our technology so so it's but it's quite a dichotomy i think the energies are quite how do you get that to work together i think it's really interesting because it would be that you're right the rise of both appear to come out of different roots as it were but my understanding of technology in Atlantis, for example, was it was spiritual technology. And a lot of the stuff that 
as being that I'm seeing in like my day work, as it were. So kind of solutions towards environmental problems and all that kind of stuff is actually being born out of a consciousness that is based in we, that's based in concern for the planet, that's based in concern for the collective. So technology has to be born out of consciousness at the end of the day. So I think we're going to start to see more and more technology that, that's born out of consciousness and a consciousness that is more collective, more Aquarian. Because one of the other things about the age of Aquarius and the Aquarius mm. energy is innovation. You know, mm. Innovation is a big hallmark of the age of Aquarius. And we will see movements in that direction. Innovation. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Technical innovation. I think we're going to see big advance in energy in communications in a very material sense. You know, I mean, I was reading yesterday that there's a new breakthrough in battery technology that's going to allow electrical vehicles to go five times the distance that they can now. Right. Wow. So, yeah, because that's kind of one of the biggest drawback, isn't it, of the electrical ones that you have to charge them? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you'll be able to go like 1,500, 2,000 miles on a single charge kind of thing. Amazing. That, that kind of stuff, as it were, is that's what's coming. But I think that's more 23, like, 24, 25 kind of thing. Sure. Okay. That's and then from a shamanic perspective, so obviously, is there any insights you could share with us there around kind of the energy of 2022 or what you can yeah. see coming or... Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. I think the other big part of this, one of the big things that happened during lockdown and all that stuff were lots of people were drawn back to nature, wanting to start getting outside more. I think, you know, when we were told we can only get out for an hour a day, it was like, oh my God, I want to be outside. But more and more people have been drawn to nature. And I think that's a, that's a big part of this. One of the issues over the last period of time, I think it was part of the age of Pisces, was this sense of we lost our connection with the more than human world. And we exist within an ecosystem. So a lot of the commentary I hear at the moment about what's going on in the world and what's going on in spiritually and all this kind of thing, it's very human-centric and it's very earth-centric. And we exist in as part of a much bigger consciousness. And I'm not talking like any wishy-washy, like hug a tree kind of thing, although that's brilliant. And you know, love a good tree. I do love a good (laughs) tree to hug. Uh, in fact, we've got into that habit, haven't we? So we need to go back to the woods to hug some trees. But in a very real sense, you, we're starting to see evidence now scientifically of things like the wood wide web, the mycelial network that connects forests and very much beyond kind of our understanding as it has been. So I think one big draws this year is to go deeper. Right, okay. Not just go for a walk in nature, but to actually spend time in nature, to actually like open up our senses. So you've probably heard of the term forest bathing, or mm. I think it's Shinjin Ryoku or something like that in Japanese. But it is that thing of nothing connects us back to our truth and our nature, and our real nature, than actually going out into nature. We live in concrete boxes or wooden boxes mm. or whatever. We spend a lot of time indoors. And like, you know, it's winter right now in the UK. We wear so. rubber shoes on the soles of our feet. And we're just not earthed, are we? Or grounded? No, or... we're not earthed. We're not grounded. We're not open. A lot of us, when we kind of go out to nature, we go charging through nature. I see so many people walking with their earphones and all that kind of stuff. And it's just like they're cut off. Yeah. And so a big part of my calling in 22 and moving forwards is this kind of how do we actually, on a very, very deep level, reconnect with the more than human world that's a, the more than human world is a term i got from a guy called michael mortali who wrote a book called rewilding and mm. the notion is this is something that don miguel ruiz talks about in the four agreements as well as human beings we've effectively been domesticated uh, in the same way that a dog has 
Dog, dogs have, cows have, cats have, but that actually we have a wild spirit, and that yeah. is a, that is wow. a key to our future, and that wildness is a key to our intuition. It's a key to our consciousness. It's so it's about... shut us off. Effectively, we've shut ourselves off and down. Yes. And that's very much, you know, if you look at what's happening in the world right now is we are reconnecting to this higher consciousness. And so what you're saying is a critical part of that is to be back out in nature. And of course, that's where we get our connection. Whenever Absolutely. You go, go for a walk in nature, you're going to get a download, you're going to get guidance. And so it's fostering that spirit by the sounds of things. Yeah, absolutely. One of my uh, teachers, Sonny Choquette, once said to me that nature resonates at the vibration of unconditional love. Wow. And if you think about it, that's the basic level of where you really start to open up spiritually, mm. when you start to open to your guidance and all that kind of thing. And do you think this will become more integral in the age of Aquarius? Because you and I were talking this morning on our walk and we were saying how as Westerners, we've always been taught to look down on indigenous tribes and people who live on the land. And actually, we are the ones that completely got it wrong and they're the ones that got it right. Completely right. Completely right. I think, again, when you have that technocratic point of view that's just born out of like left brain consciousness and you think technology is in all that, for the, which has marked the age of Pisces and all that kind of stuff, you kind of do look down on. We looked down as Westerners on indigenous tribes and kind of went, how primitive. But you're right, from a consciousness point of view, there is i can't stereotype every indigenous tribe here but in common they had kind of living harmony with the land living uh harmony with the more Reasons. than human world and don't take more than they need yeah because spiritually spiritually and in in all senses because the notion is the earth is not our dominion we are just part of the, the ecosystem, ecosystem and that we live in harmony with our more than human relatives animals plants that kind of thing but also the big thing there the big underlying thing is we have consideration and concern for each other so that community that tribalism that kind of living together yeah my goodness we've so you know, missed that haven't we we really <clears throat> have and i really think over the next few years that call to like live more in community that call to live together but intentionally it's um, fascinating i think when you look back how we used to live in community and then obviously that has separated and divided and we've kind of gone into it used to be multi-generational families living together and of course apart yep. from the indian culture that's also been lost and then obviously we now, like you said, we're living in boxes, we drive boxes, the parents aren't even looking after their own children, they're sending them to school, and then they're being mm. educated in a weird and wonderful way. So it's, I feel this shift into the age of Aquarius is about us going back to our roots, literally, but also, like you said, into this community style living. And so many people, I think conscious people, are drawn to that. And I'd love to see that really being birthed in the next few years. I think it will. And as I was saying to you this morning, it's funny how synchronicities work, isn't it? I knew this conversation was coming up and this article popped up that said that there are currently 4,000 intentional communities in the US of various kind of, or in North America, various ways of cutting it. But nonetheless, that's, I had no idea there was that, that much. That's a know? lot, isn't it? 4,000. So when you say intentional effectively they have decided intentionally to become a community and to live together absolutely absolutely and a lot of these are for people in their third age of life so they're in the later part right. of their life and there's another tribal piece or another indigenous piece respect for elders and elders who have lived life and done the work so they have earned wisdom you don't necessarily just have wisdom just because you're old but that kind of notion of going through different rites of passage and kind of 
earning your different stripes as you go through life, as it were. And I think we're going to see on a broader level, we're going to start to see the old ways of doing things start to break down. We will think global, but I think we will act more local. That even down to like things like getting food locally, growing food collectively, looking after each other, that kind of stuff. Well, this um, is what Jane was talking about right at the beginning, saying that it's almost like bottom up taking responsibility what do you want your home to look like what do you want your community to look like and taking that responsibility and then really making it happen yeah well i think on the most basic if you think about this as that the metaphor we talked about before that figure of eight in numerology is the infinity loop that as above so below so if you think the work we are doing doing the work is almost preparing it's upgrading our electricity if we are an electricity cable or a channel for divine energy Mm. then we are upgrading from like a four watt bulb to a 40 watt bulb to a 400 watt bulb because more energy is going to more divine energy is going to come down if we don't do the work and upgrade it's going to blow our circuits kind of thing Mm. so our work this year before things accelerate in 23 24 25 is to upgrade our home, our physical body, our spiritual body, mental body, so on and so forth, so that we can handle the current, if you like. So this is the answer to the question of how to open your gateway to the age of Aquarius. Basically, what you're saying is clean the vessel in all ways but one, your karma, your patterns, your food, your body, your physical being, clean the vessel because there's more energy and physical um, higher consciousness going to come in over the next years absolutely and like deepen into who you are and get to know who you are more i think this year when you get lots of people waking up which we've seen one of the first things you do when you wake up is you kind of try to orient yourself and you kind of look around like what's this what am i dealing with here and i think this year if we're not not careful there's lots of good stuff but when we're just waking up I think one of the things we'll start to see this year is what I call a lot more kind of spiritual charlatanism, which it's not a new phenomenon. It's always been there. There have always been false gurus and all that kind of thing. But I think in the age of Instagram and influencers and all that kind of thing, there are a lot of people out there who are very good at marketing. Yes. But haven't necessarily done the work. Done the work. Mm. And so I think the ability of that false guru effect is massively amplified because we're also in a, an age where it's, it's difficult to find information and the and truth on the internet so that deepening into who you are cleaning your vessel but deepening into your own guidance and that means that you'll be able to discern more and not just put your power into the hands of others and it's funny you say that because right at the start of the series the word i got when i was looking in the akashics for 2022 was self-mastery mm-hmm. And in my episode, right at the beginning, we talked about how often we are masters. We may not have forgotten that, but we are masters. Yeah. And how we often give our power away to people in supposed supposed positions of power, like you said, people who potentially are good at marketing, but necessarily haven't done the work internally. So we would really, to build this inner connection and this connection to oneself and to one's guidance and to one's higher self that is the work for me yeah 100 100 well if you if we look forward to where we're going 23 24 so on so forth to put it in a bit of context from in the tarot the seven card and next year is seven year is what we call a seven is the number of what i almost call re so reevaluate, repair return return self but another re is remember 
Right. It's, it's remember. So it is that remembering who we really are. So I think we set the stage this year. So the next year, things open up, the acceleration starts happening in terms of that energy coming down. And then 24, which is an eight year, eight is in the tarot is about movement. So we're shoring ourselves up. Next year, we kind of sort of take in the energy. We kind of reevaluate. We kind of make final changes to the plans, that kind of thing. 24, boom, things move forwards big time. And I think 23, 24, I think Nick said in the last one that that's a year of the wood dragon. And that's a big year of change. So, yeah. Wow, exciting stuff. Exciting really times exciting. and exciting stuff. So you heard it here first, guys. If you want to open your channel and your door to the age of Aquarius, clean your, your vessel. <laughs> Absolutely um, right. Amongst other things. But Chris, where can people find you? Because I know you're obviously doing some fantastic work. How can they connect with you? How can they find you? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. So my website, chrisleroy.com. I'm also on Instagram and I'm on Facebook under the same name. And I also have a podcast, which I'm about to really yes. kick off called the Sacred Wild Podcast, which is really about where leadership and spirituality and shamanic. ecology yeah, and shamanic stuff all mix. That's it. I really enjoy doing that. So. so go and check out Chris's work. He's also an incredibly gifted psychic. So are you, are you doing readings at the moment? I've got space for a few. I'm not doing loads at the moment, but I kind of do a few every now and then. I love doing readings. Very gifted. Very, very gifted. And you're, you. if you're interested in hearing me and Chris talk off behind the scenes and off the cuff, as in really talk about what is going on right now, the gloves off no YouTube listening, then come and join us behind the scenes. There's a link below this video, which is the workbook, which you can sign up for. And if you purchase the $22 bundle, you can get the comprehensive workbook and also listen to me and my dear friend behind the scenes. But thank you so much, Chris, for coming on today. It's been awesome. Thank you so much for having me. My absolute pleasure. You are amazing. You too. So what did you think to this interview? Hopefully you got some really good insights and you really now understand how you can implement the energy of 2022 into your life. Ready? Please do sign up for our free energy workbook. The link is here. You can sign up for your free energy workbook and inside the workbook are all of our experts giving you an exercise that you can do that you can integrate and put into your life to make 2022 the best year yet. If you haven't already, please do subscribe to my channel. The interviews will be coming out from the 7th of January for the rest of January, all the way to the end of January. So if you haven't already, please do subscribe to my channel, like and share. And I really hope that you find a lot of value from the Energy 2022 forecast series.